the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Rightfully Ours. As Christians, there are things that belong to you and me as a result of what Jesus Christ did when he shed his blood on the cross at Calvary for you and me. Things that we have a valid and a just claim to have and or be. Our gracious God made every one of those things ours. In fact, they're rightfully ours. Not rightfully ours because of anything that was done by you and me, but rightfully ours as a result of what Jesus Christ did for us and then made them available to you and me. According to the word of God, which is always true, each and every one of these promises are things that God wants to be possessed and enjoyed by me and you. Things that we have a legitimate and a just claim to because of what Jesus Christ did for me and you. Well, since that's true, then we might as well find out what they are, like God wants us to do, and then allow those things to actually manifest in the lives of me and you especially since Jesus died for them to be received by me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Rightfully Ours. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Let's read the foundational text, do a brief review, move forward into today's stuff, which I pray is going to bless you in Jesus' name. If nothing else, is going to entertain you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen, but I hope it opened up your eyes to some things too, praise God. In fact, look at your neighbor. Say, your neighbor. Your neighbor. I hope your eyes are open today. Because if they ain't, they about to be. I hope your ears open today to what the Lord's going to say. Amen, amen. Look at your neighbor and look at your neighbor on the other side. Say, your neighbor. Ditto. Amen, ditto, amen. We in John chapter 10. We're going to look at verse 9. It reads like this. It says, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Notice that two things are available to us here. Number one, that we can be able to be saved. I got any folk that's saved up in here. Praise God. Okay, well, you got to say that's number one. Say check. Amen. And done that. Amen. Ready for the next thing. And the next thing is, is that we can go in and out and find pasture. That we can be able to go in and out and find pasture. That's where we get a chance to be able to benefit from the Lord being our shepherd. The benefit from what he can do for me and you. You know, because when the Lord is our shepherd, we shall not want. He makes awesome things happen to me and you, including green pastures available to me and you, where we can drink from the still waters, where we can be blessed all the days of our lives, where our head can be anointed with oil, where our cup can run over, where he'll prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Where, where's, where's surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives because we'll live in the house of the Lord. Well, we can have a good life. Somebody say good life. good life. 
Mm-hmm. That's what God wants us to have, despite the person's trying to make sure we don't have that life. John 10, 10 verse 10 says, The thief cometh not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Jesus said, I am coming that you might have life and that they might have it more abundant. Everybody say might. Which means that it's an opportunity, which is God makes an opportunity available to you and me. Now, what we do with that opportunity will determine what will happen for me and you. Because opportunities can be accepted or rejected. They can be received or they can be denied. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm not going to deny nothing that God got for me. Look at your neighbor and say, I know that's right. Praise God. And we ain't going to reject nothing that the Lord has in for us. Praise God. Every single thing. I figure like this. I figure like this. I figure like this. I figure since his blood was shed to be able to make, cause me to receive all this, I don't want a drop of his blood shed in vain to be able to make sure I don't receive everything that was available to me. Now, that's you. You do. You think how you do. Praise God. But I don't think like I do. I don't want one drop of his blood to be shed in vain, which means if he made it available to me, I want to have it. If he said I can do it, I want to do it. If he said I can be it, I want to be it. He said I could achieve it and I want to achieve it. Anybody up in here like that? Well, we like that. Pray that, especially when the promises of God has already been made, yea and amen in me and you, in him. He's already said yea and amen to me and you, that we can have these things that God has made available to me and you. Those things which are exceeding abundantly above all, we can even ask or think according to the power that works within us. Which means if we can think it, God said, that's not far enough. I want to do more than that. If we can already see it and, and already know that it's available, God said, that's, that's not even the bottom level of what I got in store for you. I need you to be able to allow me to expand your thinking so that you can be able to receive what God wants you to have. Because a lot of us, what gets in the way of us receiving what God wants us to have is our thinking. The leg- our, our, our limited thinking. Causes the unlimited God to be able to put, have to be limited in what he can do for me and you. Not limited because of his ability, but limited because what we'll receive from him and what we'll let him do. But look at your neighbor and say, hey, I ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Put an old head on. No, we ain't doing that. That's why we've been talking for the last recently, we started last time talking about the right to a long life. We have the right to a long life. Come on, you got you to elongate that word long. A, a right to a long life. Almost like you run out of ifs just saying it. The right to a long life. That's what God intends for me and you. Turn on to Job, Job chapter 5. I'm going to show you today in Jesus' name. Now, this is what we did last time, Job chapter 5. I want you to see it again because it's something that you're going to have to see again and again and again. This is one of those parts of the CDs that you really want to buy and listen to again and again and again. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And faith is what's going to allow you to receive it. Because a just shall live by faith. And that long life that you'll live will be lived by faith. Praise God. Job chapter 5 verse 26 reads like this. It says, thou shalt come to thy grave in a full age. Like as a shock of corn. Shaka shaka corn. As a shaka corn. <laughs> shaka kaka. Amen. Corn cometh in her in, in his not her, his season. Praise God. So thou shalt come to the grave in a full age. We found out that word full age is talking about to be complete. Well, God wants us to have a complete life. Well, when we go to the grave and give up this body, this little raggedy body that we got, then we'll give it up in a full life. Yeah. Praise God. We found out that that he means all kind of stuff by this. The Darby translation told us a ripe age. The Revised Standard Version told us a ripe old age. We found out, praise God, that if it ain't ripe, it's supposed to be still been on the vine. Which means that before, you know, that means that you ain't supposed to go to your grave before your time. 
He's supposed to go in a ripe old age. Praise God. We found out the Bible basically says he's supposed to go in full strength too. In full strength, which means you ain't supposed to be going in there kind of like sliding in at the end or falling in at the end. No, you're supposed to walk strong to this thing because we saw examples of it in scripture where they just gave up the ghost. Praise God. After, after they live a life that was the most. Just decided, I've done everything I'm going to do. Praise God, did everything I want to do. Praise God, bring all the kids here. Come here. I'm going to bless you, bless you. You better get, act right and act like you got some sense. I'm going to bless you, I'm going to bless you. And oh, well, yeah, by the way, I'm blessing you too. And I'm blessing you. And then, you know, come here, give me a hug. See y'all later. See you on the other side. And then they close their eyes. And that was the end of the thing because they gave up the ghost when they wanted to. No different than Jesus did when he was on the cross. Praise God and gave up his life for me and you. But he said, no man taketh my life, I lay it down. And he proved it because when he was on the cross at a place where asphyxiation is what takes you out. Asphyxiation, whereas you run out of breath because you've been choked off because of the way that your, 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 your stuff happens during the crucifixion. He said with a loud voice, which demonstrated I'm in control of this. Because you can't say with a loud voice when you're being asphyxiated. You can barely get it out, but he didn't barely give it out. Because he ain't going to tell us we can go in strong and then go in weak. Is anybody hearing me? He went in strong, just like the word of God said that we can do too. Well, that's available to me and you. And we found out in Psalms number 91, you can turn there because that's going to be basically our diving off point today. Psalms number, number 91, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the word. Everybody say, thank God for the word. Say, Lord, if it wasn't for your word, I live a limited life. Say, Lord, if it wasn't for your word, I would still be fooled into living less than a life than you intended for me. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the word. Because the word has opened my eyes up to so many things since I got saved. The word has opened my eyes up to so, my eyes up to so many possibilities ever since I got saved. Here's another one. Psalms number 91, stands in number 15. It, it qualifies who this is available to. 14. Stands in number 14. It qualifies who this is available to. It says, because he has set his love upon me, Therefore, will I deliver him? Can I put a pause button on him? Is there anybody here that has set your love upon the Lord? That's most of you. Praise God. Then all of you qualify. He said in stanza 15, he shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. He said with long life will I satisfy thee and show thee my salvation. Which means that two things are powerful here. Number one, we get a chance to have the right to long life. Somebody say long life. And this is a life that can be satisfying too. He didn't say with long life would I torture you. Keep you alive when, you know, every, when everybody else got to take care of you. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good here. I'm just talking about what the Bible says. I have to keep you alive while everybody has to take care of you. And everybody has to pick you up and take you to the bathroom and then wipe you off and then clean you off. And nothing wrong with those things. Thank God if, that's, if you got people that love you enough to do that for you if you need it. Thank God for that. But at the same time, God said with long life would I satisfy you and show you my salvation. You sat just like when, on Thanksgiving in a day or two. Praise God. When, when you eat your, eat your, satis- your Thanksgiving day meal, you're going to quit because you felt like it. Yeah. You ain't going to quit because you ran out. I said, you're going to quit because y'all know, y'all be leaving stuff on the plate. You be looking at it and think like, oh, Lord, because your eyes, old folk, you say your eyes was bigger than your belly. You sat there and look at it, just rest of stuff on this plate like, oh, 
<laughs> Lord Jesus, which means there's more that's available to me. But I, I think I'm going to stop right here. Praise God, because I'm full. That's satisfied. We just lean back and just, yeah, and then get comatose and let the TV watch you. Rather, you watch the TV. Praise God. Glory to God. That's what's going to happen tomorrow. Praise God, as you guys are going to get knocked out like that. Well, God said, that's the way I want you to be in life. I want you to be satisfied with life because we found out God will increase your years of your life and the quality of your life that he wants you to live so that you can live a long life he wanted you to do. He will increase it. He will augment it. He'll make it larger and larger in size and number and strength. That's what he'll do for you. He'll give you more life. He'll prolong your life and it'll be a strong life that God has in store for you. That's why today we're going to be talking about the right to live a life longer than imagined. The right to live a life longer than imagined. Look at your neighbor say longer than imagined. That's say longer than we the thunk. Amen. Because if the truth is anyone they're told, the Bible says, be it unto you according to your faith. But the Bible says something else also. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thoughts have a lot to do with what it is that's available for thee. Excuse me, Lord, not available. What's going to be experienced by thee? Because just like there was more food available, you thought you could eat more. You had to stop right there. But this is different. You have the right to live a life longer than you ever imagined. See, the ability to live long life is a blessing that's given to God's people. Turn over to Psalms number 90, please. Psalms number 90. It's something that's available to God's people. Now, 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 what we're going to read now is what people normally believe when they think of long life. What people normally believe when they think of long life. This is what's normal. You go around, talk to people nowadays and tell them what you think a long life is. And they're going to tell you somewhere around this time. Praise God. Whether they say it out loud or just say it in their mind. That's what they'll say. Psalms number 90. Let's read stanza number 9. It says, For all of our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spent our years as a tale that is told. The days of our years are threescore years and ten. And if, if by reason of strength, they be fourscore years. Eat, yet is their strength labor and sorrow, which yet, yet, yet is their strength labor or sorrow, which means that, but you really don't have strength to be able to continue on. For it is soon cut off and we fly away. That's when we, our, the cord is cut here and we get a chance to fly away and be up there and be with God in heaven. Now, people... Normally think 70 years is a long life. And they think that if a person makes 80, that's a real long life. Y'all might not think that. I remember when I thought that, especially in my younger years. Especially in my younger years. Because I was looking forward to certain years, praise God, praise God. I was, people they asked me, they used to ask me how old I was. I couldn't answer them, praise God. Why? Because I really wasn't concerned about that. I was only concerned about certain years. I was concerned about getting 16. That way I could drive. Praise God, because I, I can get my license when I'm 16 years old. I was concerned about eight year, 18. I wasn't saved. I was concerned about 18, because then I could drink legally. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
legally. I could drink. I could walk in and buy a drink with my license that I got when I was 16. Praise God. Hallelujah. I was concerned about 21. That way I can drink anywhere legally. Because there were some states that did 18, some states that did 21. So I could go anywhere and be able to drink at that point in time. 21. I was concerned about 25. That's because my insurance would go down when I'm 25. Praise God. So my insurance rate would go down. I was concerned about 65. That was the next one I was concerned about. Why is that? Because that's when I can start collecting my retirement. I can start collecting that money that they yank out my check every week. Praise God. I can start getting it back. But I thought I only had five to 15 years to get it back. The same way that they computed it when they put it together. They figured I only had five to 15 years to be able to get it back. Because they figured you was going to put in way more than you would ever get back. Because they was, the government has always been ripping you off. Praise God. Amen. But anyway, so leave it alone, Rodney. <laughs> don't go into wealth transfer. Don't go into that. Amen. Don't, don't touch that right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. But the point is, as that's how long you thunk. I remember that thinking that a person was 80, it was like, say what? Whoa. Because when I saw people, I'm talking about when I was that age, young. When I saw people that was 65, 75, 80, that they, that they were Old people. They were, they needed assistance in getting around and doing everything that they do. I'm just telling you what I saw when I was younger. Praise God. And see, because we were younger and because I wasn't a born again individual, my faith was not in what I heard from the word of God. My faith was in what I saw. So what I saw is what set my limits in my mind of what I can be able to have at that time. So my job was to live as much life as I can at an early age so that I wouldn't have to be worried about all that back then. That's why I figured I wasn't going to get saved till I was about 85. 80, 85. That's when I figured I'd get saved. After I figured I did all I can and did everybody I can and did as many and, and, and the nice ones twice, then I, then I could go ahead and that's why I'm telling you I wasn't born again. Just bear with me. Praise God. That's the way I thought right? with my arrogance. I thought that I could wait till then and get saved after I done lived all that life could provide for me. Then with my last breaths, I could go ahead and receive Jesus Christ. The point I'm trying to raise is most people believe that that's about how long that you're supposed to be able to live. But what they don't understand is this is talking about the amount of years that fallen man had devolved into living. This is the years that fallen man had devolved into living. Not evolved as in gotten better and better and better, but devolved as in got worse and worse and worse to the point that that's about the life that people lived at that time. This wasn't talking about the redeemed man and woman of God. This was talking about the Man and women of God who had devolved in life because God never intended life to be that short. Not even fallen man's life had he intended it to be that for Turn to Genesis chapter 6, please. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? I hope you brought your page turning finger with you today because you're going to need it. Because I need to show you this in scripture. Because this is going to be contrary to most things that you think. But that's not uncommon with the word of God because the word of God assaults your natural thinking. I said the word of God assaults your natural thinking. If you ever really read the word of God, if you ever really read the word of God, it will assault your natural thinking. It forces you to believe something that in the natural you would not believe is possible. I don't believe naturally that men can walk water. 
I don't care what. But I got a word from God who never lies that says that a man walk water. So I got no reason but to believe it. I have no reason to believe that a fish can swallow a man whole live, swim to where the destination that God intended for him to do and then <laughs> spit him up on shore to be able to go do what God said. I have no reason in the natural to be able to believe that because if that fish's mouth was big enough to be able to catch that man, he wasn't going to spit him up. But if the word says it can happen, it can happen. I have no reason to believe that a person that's dead, graveyard dead, laying there, can be able to be risen back up again. I got no reason in the natural to be able to believe that. But if the word says it happened, and it showed me over and over and over again when it happened, then I ain't got no reason but to believe it. Why? Because despite what I learned, despite what I saw, despite what I understood, despite what it is that I was raised to think, if the word says it, it's true. And I would be silly. Not to believe what God can do. Because with man, it's impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Now, we say stuff like that. Hold on to that. Well, I read you. We in Genesis chapter 6. We're going to read verse, verse 3. Let's do 1 and come into 3. And it came to pass when man began to multiply on the face of the earth. And daughters were born unto them. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, fine, and they took them wives of which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days, talking about this man that he wasn't going to strive with, his days shall be 120 years, shall be. 120 words. You know, shall is the strongest assertion in any language. It means no it's no ands, no buts about him. So once again, God was dealing with man. If I can put it this way, God about tired of man and his foolishness. Because the Bible says that sin had got so rampant and then had got so widespread. That God said, as far as I'm concerned, everybody about to be dead. And then he told Noah, this is what I want you to do. I want you to make yourself an ark. That's what he said. He said, make yourself an ark. That's one of the reasons why, you know, a lot of people be thinking about, you know, the, you know, how many people that actually made it in the ark with him. He said, make yourself an ark. And he said, preach the gospel, which was the good news to anybody that wanted to hear it while you was making that ark. And if anybody want to hear it, they can come in here with you. They can come in here with you because I've already decided I'm wiping everybody out. Being the man of God that he was, righteous man that he was, he preached and eight people ended up in the, in the ark, including himself. Praise God. That's why you ain't supposed to be going to heaven by yourself. There's some other people that's supposed to be going and going with you. Praise God. But anyway, God had got fed up with man. He said, I'm about tired of y'all. And this is what I'm going to do. He says, I'm going to make sure that from this point forward, 120 is about what you get. Wait a minute. He said, 120 is all you're going to get to the man that he was tired of. Well, how long was he living before then? Now, now I've got to put a pause button right here. So that's less than what God even was going to give fallen man. That he was tired of and didn't want to have nothing to do with. That's less than that. That's why I said it had devolved to the point that that's where man had lived. Because God said, shall 120. That's what God said. And he was talking to the man that he was about fed up with. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that believing that things are rightfully ours is very important to our receiving the things that God told us about in his word. 
I hope even more that the idea that the things that God promised in his word are rightfully ours is inspiring you to receive all that God wants to be received and enjoyed by me and you. I hope that you're learning that those things are rightfully ours. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the ladies out there to an event held here at Word of Faith that'll absolutely be a blessing to you. I invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Brothers from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my sisters that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters. That's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late. That's if you want a plate. Child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. Don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Come be blessed at the Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship this Saturday morning at Word of Faith San Antonio. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.